and welcome to the first what I'm teaching this week that features Hispanic Heritage Month lessons. In this video, we're going to talk about everything I'm teaching my fourth graders for the month of September. Um, and we are getting started with Hispanic Heritage Month activities, and we're going to continue them as time goes on. So again, if you are new around here, hi, I'm Becca. I teach my students for a week at a time. And so we do these videos where I say what I'm teaching for a week, and I show you Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, everything I'm teaching. And it just gives you a really good, um, overview of like how things flow together because it's one thing to talk about lessons in isolation it's a whole nother one to do it in context because usually you'll kind of spread things out over a few days and so i just really i just i just love these um so this is my second set of lessons so i already saw all my fourth graders for a week and then now we are on week two um and like I said, we're working on Hispanic Heritage Month and we're really reviewing rhythm and talking about sounds on beats and stuff like that this week. So the first thing they do is they come in on Monday and we are doing the Mexican hat dance. So I learned a very simplistic version of the Mexican hat dance that we are going to do. And so on Monday, we just learned the A section. And so for this one, we just do, I'm going to explain this the best I can because I really don't want to stand up. Um, it's like, ba-dum, ba-dum, ba-dum. So on those we do three kicks where you like point your toes up so it's like bum 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 and then two claps so bum 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 and we keep going um so I just teach them the A section then I tell them on the rest of the times we're just gonna wave our hand back and forth for the B and so we go through that and I have them listen and so it's like you know dance stop dance stop and that works really well for the first time and then I have them sit down. And I tell them this song is from Mexico and I show them some pictures of Mexico so that they, you know, understand what that means. And I tell them we're working on, um, and I say, I think this song, especially because it is Hispanic Heritage Month, does anyone know what Hispanic means? None of them know what Hispanic means. So we learn that Hispanic means people who speak Spanish or people who are from a country where they speak Spanish. Um, I like to show them a map of the Spanish speaking countries. You can just Google map of Spanish speaking countries. There's plenty of them. And cause then they can see how many countries speak Spanish. And so how many countries that encompasses cause it's a lot. Um, one thing I incorporated this week, I didn't do it last week, but I did this week and that was a KWL chart. So I just asked them, what do you know about Hispanic? countries and Hispanic culture what do you want to know and they actually came up with really good ideas and so there are no things were like Mexico Spanish tacos Spain spicy and just you know calling out random things that they associate with Hispanic cultures but they came up with really good questions um so like they asked why do they speak Spanish how can we commune oh, someone one of the kids said how can we communicate with them even though we speak different languages and I was like communicate like what is this fancy word okay um and just all sorts of different things that was pretty good then i just show them a couple of pictures of mexico that i just got off of the internet so they can see that in context with the other one and then like great we're gonna go to a different hispanic country and that country is guatemala and so i showed them the map of the whole world and then the map of like zoomed in so they can see where guatemala is i'm like okay so we were here in mexico now we're going to guatemala they are next door to each other they're super close they both speak spanish so they are both hispanic countries and so then i sing them the song vamos a la mar which is one of my favorites i have a whole um blog post about how i use this and i also have a lesson pack so i'll link both those things down below if you want either of those and so i sing the song and it goes like this Vamos a la mar, tum tum, a comer pescado, tum tum, 
poca colorada, tum tum, fritito y asado, tum tum. And then I invite them to join me on the tum tum, and they like snap it a few times, they clap it a few times, and we just do it a few times so that they get used to that. Then after that, I have them figure out the rhythm, and so I just have this up on the slides, and we just talk through like, okay, if the first word is vamos, how many sounds is that? And then like, oh, it's two, so what rhythm does it match? And we just kind of talk through it out loud, because later I'm gonna have them do this on their own, and so I want them to have that experience of like how we get to the answer. Um, so we usually just do like two and then leave it there. Um, and then I give them some instruments, usually either castanets or maracas, depending on how I'm feeling. And because I'm like, we're gonna play a Hispanic instrument. And so at first we'll sing the song and they'll play on tum tum for a few times and then they'll play the whole rhythm. Um, we'll play a couple of rhythms with half notes in them because we that's like as far as we've gotten um and then after that i've been playing the song el pescador um which i will see if i can link down below and this is a really fun hispanic song and it's talking about a fisherman because pescador means fisherman and it's talking about a fisherman who talks to the sea and talks to the sky and it's from Colombia, so a different country, but um it's a really fun song and i put different rhythms up on the screen so we have either or quarter note, eighth notes, or half note, and I'll switch through it and they have to play those. So like if it's quarter note, then they're here, and if it's eighth note, then they're, and if it's half note, they're ta, ta. And so that's a really easy way for them to practice the different rhythms and they just think it's so much fun. You could also do that with literally any song in the world. So there's that as well. And I've actually done it also with another Hispanic song. We did Oye Como Va, which I'll talk about later. Then on Tuesday, they come in and we learn the next part of the Mexican hat dance. So we now have A where we're doing the jumping. On B, we just go in a circle for eight beats and then we go the opposite way for eight beats. Again, this is a very simplified version. Um, and then when we get to C, usually I just stop and I'm like, oh, this is the C section. And normally I have them like swing a partner around, but with COVID, I was like, we probably shouldn't be touching. So I just have them spin in a circle and they do like eight beats and then spin the opposite way for eight beats. After that, I um, do a new song, and this one is Sierra Morena. This one goes, Sierra Morena, que vienen bajando, cuatro borrequitos y un viejo arando, se queman, se queman, las calabazas, el que nos abrace, se queda de guaje. Um, so this one actually has a really fun game that goes along with it. Oh, and this one means um, Sierra Morena, Mount Morena is falling down. There are four lambs and an old um, like farmer up on the mountain, I guess. Um, the pumpkins are all on fire and he who is not abrace, like attached, um, will be a squash so this has a fun partner stealing game that i don't think i currently have but i think i'm gonna try next week to see if i can add it in somewhere um and then we play the beat we'll play the rhythm and then i'll um show them the rhythm up on the screen that they will practice it's just quarter notes and eighth notes so it's really simple for fourth grade um and then i show them this this is something I totally got from my Kodai course, which um, we tried for the first time and it was great. So we did um, this and then I'm like, great, close your eyes. What changed? And they're like, oh, it's a different background. I'm like, great, close your eyes. Now what changed? And we'll, so we'll like play this one and then close your eyes, now what changed? And I took out two of the rhythms, close your eyes, now what changed? And I um, keep switching them until we get to 
Vamos a la mar. And so then I'm, when we get to the last one, I'm like, ooh, do I say one of this one? And they usually are like, oh, that's that song we learned yesterday. I'm like, yeah. And so we'll go over it and we'll talk through the words. I'll teach them the words this time. Um, and then we do some improvisation. So this has been a really fun thing. Um, I give them like egg shakers cause they're just easy and they're pretty durable. And we walk around the room while we sing the song. And then at the end of the song, I, well, okay. We prep this first. I'll teach them this part. And that is, um, vamos a la mar para ver. Un, and we'll pick an animal to fill in the blank with. So let's go to the ocean to see whatever. So vamos a la mar para ver un pescado. And they'll repeat, vamos a la mar para ver un pescado. And then we'll, once we've done that a few times, I'll have them pick and see if they can say the whole sentence. And then we'll stand up, they'll walk while we sing, and then they'll stop and one person will get to pick what we're gonna see. So I have a couple of different things up on the screen and then I have a couple of other things up on the screen. Um, I also did this one time, we had like a weird schedule this week actually, and so I did it one day in English and then the next day we did it in Spanish and that worked as well. And then they sit down and we do where one carpet's playing the rhythm and the other carpet's playing the beat. And then we switch so that they get used to like having the two different things going on because we are prepping for doing some ORF stuff. And um, that is usually as far as we can get on Tuesday. Then on Wednesday, I actually am gonna change this. I have one thing and I don't like it. Um, so what I did instead of what I was originally going to do is that we come in and I play this song, Oye Como Va, and I like the version with Celia Cruz and Tito Puente, and we do walk and stop. And so I'll play this song and they'll walk and then I'll stop it and they'll freeze. And I usually do it at the end of each line so that it's not breaking it up in the middle of the song. I know it's not the most musical thing in the world, but it is fun and it's easy and the kids really like this song. Um, and so we'll do that to just kind of do as a warm up and then they'll sit down. We will get some instruments again and they will do that same activity with the playing the quarter notes, playing the eighth notes, playing the half notes. Um, if I'm feeling really adventurous, we might try like rhythm patterns. Maybe we'll try that next week and see how it goes. Um, and then after that, I have the kids do some ocean animals composition. So this is available in my TBT shop. Um, there's English and Spanish versions. And so we do this together. I throw it up on the slides and I have the kids that tell me, I'm like, great, someone give me one of the animals. And so we'll just make an arrangement of the animals. I did the Spanish one. You could also do it in English. Um, but after they pick, you know, four, so they might pick Pez, Delfin, Pez, Tortuga. You know, I'll say it, they'll say it, and we'll do two or three of those. And then what we're doing is I am having them create their own patterns and then decoding the rhythm. So I have them get in groups, have these little um, just charts with like boxes in them, and they get the animals. I give it to them in English to be nice. And so if they pick, you know, fish, dolphin, fish, shark, then they'll put that there and then their partner has to figure out the rhythm. So like fish needs something that has one, so either a half note or a um, quarter note, and then dolphin needs two and so they can add that. And so that's been a really fun thing. And I'll walk around with my, um, actually my iPad, I've been doing digital planning and digital grading. I know I'm like, who am I? But I actually really 
like it. So if you're curious about that stuff, let me know and I will see if I can do a video. Maybe once I'm a little more used to it because it's only been a month, but I'm not turning back. So anyway, um, and so that's been really successful that I can write down like, okay, I can see who is figuring out the rhythm successfully and who's still not quite there. Um, on Thursday, we usually don't have a Thursday, so with my schedule, since I have them for a week, I find that pretty much every week there is something that happens where we don't meet one day. So for example, last week we had Labor Day, so we did not meet on Monday. This week we did have a full week. However, one day we had to go in the teacher's classrooms because they had a meeting and for some reason they thought that was going to be better and I don't think it actually made any difference at all. But regardless, I went to the teacher's classrooms and so we couldn't do our normal things and I had to like switch stuff up. Um, next week we have steam day one day so we'll be building maracas instead. Um, also, if you need steam ideas, let me know because I'm thinking I might do like a series of blog posts on like steam ideas because we're doing like a whole steam day where I have to do something like once a month. Um, and then the week after that we have PBIS and so literally out of this month there was only one week this week that was a full week and then we ended up not being in the classroom the whole time so we couldn't do all of our normal things. So my point being that um, what I do is on Thursdays I basically leave it blank and I usually say um, we will catch up on anything we haven't done. If the kids are caught up, then here are some ideas of what we could do. And it's usually stuff that just goes along with what we're doing. So maybe we play a game again. So in this case, we would probably play the Sierra Morena game. Um, we would also, because I didn't manage to stick it anywhere. Um, so we could play the Sierra Morena game. And then I had that we would listen to El Pescador and then just draw scenes of what it reminds us of for this one. So that's, that's Thursday. Um, that's Thursday that's never actually gonna happen and then on Friday we are finishing up the Mexican hat dance and doing it one final time after that I have a quick little routine where I give them that has ocean animals and they have to write the rhythms underneath it and I just put the options on the board so like if it's you know one sound it'll be half note or quarter note and stuff like that so that I have something tangible that I can say like okay um, yes they're with me or no they're not with me and by the time they're done with that we are usually ready for our game time so what my kids do is we earn points all week we do teacher versus student points and at the end of the week we take their points we subtract any points that I got and then whatever we're left with is how many minutes of game time they have so I think my fourth graders this week actually have like 10 minutes like they have a lot. Um, I shoot for like five to 10 being the magic spot for them to land in on the end of the week. Um, but it just depends on what, you know, how they're doing and everything. Um, and so we'll take those minutes and we'll play a game. So they get to pick a game. So we'll do, you know, something. And one thing I found that I'm really liking is I've been giving them options. So we go through and they have to tell me games we have played in music class that we could potentially play. And then I have been adding a mystery game at the end. And I'm like, if you want a mystery game, then you can vote for that one. And if it wins, then I will tell you what it is. And so I might make that the Sierra Morena partner stealing game this week. We shall see. But all my third graders, I did it. I've only done it with third grade so far with the mystery game. And they've all picked the mystery game. And it's been really fun because it's just like, let's add, you know, another song. Usually because it's usually a singing game that is strictly for fun so I'll see if anybody takes me up on a mystery game tomorrow and we'll try the Sierra Morena partner stealing game because that one's a good one I did it with fifth grade today and I should really like it anyway thank you guys so much for watching um that is everything I'm teaching my fourth graders this week I'd love to know what your favorite fourth grade Hispanic Heritage Month things are I think I'm gonna add a couple more things 
So specifically, I think after we do Oye Como Va, I'll do a little slide about um, Tito Puente. My slide, my projector was not working, but now it is working. So I can add that in there and maybe one about Celia Cruz just really quick so that we can see a little bit. Um, I have a book on Celia Cruz. I do not have the Tito Puente book, but I want to order it. So maybe I'll do that. We shall see. Anyway, thank you guys so much for watching and I'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you.